You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Catfish After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Catfish After Show. <laughs> Just because we like the gin blossoms, that's why. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Catfish, Season 3, Episode 7. I am your host, Jesse Owen, and joining me tonight is Mr. Bobby DeMiro. Hello, hello, filling in for Sterling and Kiki and Kelly. I think everybody will be next back next week, but thank you for having me on this week. Of course. We also host um, Salem and Kardashian, so... Stay tuned to that. <laughs> and um, before we get started, we're going to promote Miss Maria's book. If you want to look great, feel great, just like she does, read this book. It's getting great rebates, and um, it's got great tips and everything. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. So pick that up in any bookstore, online. I hear, Jesse, it is number three, I want to say, on the New York Times bestseller list. So, hey, that's not too shabby means it's doing miracles for some people. Yeah, I think so. How I lost 40 pounds and kept it off, and you can too. That sounds good to me. Sign me. I mean, I know I have the perfect body, but sign me up, right? <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so let's get started into this episode. Solana and Elijah Proc. That's important. Elijah mm-hmm. Proc, the whole name. Um, okay, so it's, it starts off basically Solana's in Ocean View, Delaware, He's in Minnesota, yeah, right? Yeah, Savage, Minnesota. I have no idea where that is. Wherever it is, it's cold. Yeah. Snow. It seems like every episode we've seen, there's been snow on the ground. I don't know. Maybe the season. Maybe nobody catfishes in, like, South Florida. Right. <laughs> Go to the South. It's a, it's a winter thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, uh, these two lovebirds started chatting on MySpace when they were 13 years old. Because of course they did. Because who didn't start chatting? Did you ever have a MySpace? I did. Wow. And I think I still do. I just haven't been on in years. I did. I never. That's one thing I'm proud to say. I never had a MySpace. Really? Yeah. How? I oh, said so Facebook was your first. Mm, yeah, I guess it was. Well, like AOL. Like everybody had AOL. Uh, yeah. Do you want a cyber? Yeah. Like AIM and all that sort of thing. <laughs> I don't really. I'm a little uncomfortable with the way you said that. <laughs> I just remember being like a 12 year old girl and all these random messages would pop up and be like, cyber? Male, female. Are you serious? Yes. I can't believe you didn't experience that. I was never a 12-year-old girl. Breaking <laughs> news, I was never a 12-year-old girl. So, Well, speaking of 12, 13-year-old girls, um, so basically they, they meet, they talk, and all of a sudden he disappears for two years. That's kind of a red flag. Kind of? <laughs> That's kind of a red flag. <laughs> it's like you're in this relationship, you've opened up to this person, you've told them so many things, and all of a sudden, they're gone. Their profile no longer exists. And then two years after that, after she's, I'm guessing she probably would have kind of got over him at this point, but, you know, he pops back up in her life, 
Well, How would you take that? Listen, uh, let me say this because this is a a there's a deeper situation here whether it's on MySpace virtually or in person. The action, the first action he did cuz she made so much out of it was her parents getting divorced. She wanted to go live with her dad. She went to Virginia and was bored with her mom. And it's this idea of and this happens in a lot of catfish situations. It's this idea of she finds a soulmate in the sense that it's somebody she can kind of lean on and she can have a friend and yeah there's romantic interest but it's tough to have romantic chemistry if you're not in person so it's really a friend through a tough time and he weasels and i shouldn't say weasels because that sounds vindictive and as we learned at the end of the episode he was not vindictive he was him it was really him but he weasels in there to to exploit that situation in a way and become her friend and let her rely on him and speaking as a guy as a, as a as a nice single man, if I may for a second, it, it's a good feeling to have a girl you're interested in who relies on you and trusts you and needs you in that way because it makes you feel good and you want to be there for her. So with him, it's it might be kind of a confidence builder to be there for her and to support her no matter what. And he's you know doing it virtually on MySpace or whatever, and and then he disappears. So the bigger issue to me is. People who are susceptible to being catfished, like Solana, have to start with a situation in their life where they need to seek somebody out. You know, Miss the wonderful Jesse Owen, you got friends here, you got all kinds of stuff. And and if you have a bad situation come up in your life, I don't know everything about your life, of course, but I'm going to assume you're going to go to people in person in your life to help you and you probably have enough people around you where you don't need to go online and find some random dude. But if you're in a bad situation and you're alone you become susceptible to something like this. So for Solana, she's lucky it wasn't worse. Right. And he was kind of in a bad situation with a controlling mom, which I yeah. mean, you know, I, I don't blame her to a certain extent because there's always those crazy people out there that you can meet online and they can really hurt you. So I don't blame her, but I do think that she shouldn't have like really made him delete all his stuff or at least let him say something to her. I thought it was really interesting how the reason the mom made him delete all his accounts was the mom was worried about Elijah talking to random people online. When Solana had the issue of talking to random people online that Catfish investigated, it's like the mom was worried with Elijah for the exact same thing that Solana actually had to live in this right. delicious bit of irony. I know. That's, the whole situation is just crazy to me because I, I can't imagine just like talking to someone confiding and then them disappearing and then all of a sudden come up, like coming up and being like, hey, I'm back. Are you who you, you used to be? And it's like, screw you. Like, well, what would you do in that situation? If it had been two years, if you got yourself into this situation in the first place and two years later, a year and a half later, they came back into your life because guess what? They still mean something to you. They were still there to support you. Would you give them an opportunity? Honestly, knowing me, I probably would. I probably would. Why Just, Why is that? Because I have a feeling your answer is going to be the same as Solana's. Because there's no closure. Like, you need that closure. You were really close to this person, and then they just disappeared. You want to give them the benefit of the doubt because you know who they were. She said something in the episode. She was going to, quote, close a chapter of my life. Or open one I should have been writing all along. It's exactly closure. And it's insecurity. She's a pretty girl. I was talking when we were screening. I was like, I'd date this girl. She's kind of cute. Like, I don't like date emo, you know, kind of punk girls. But she was cute. But yeah, she's... she was cute. She wasn't like your typical emo, like, I cut myself so I can feel <laughs> oh, type man. of person. Oh, man. It was like, she was, you know, she was rad. She, she was red, but my but like there's definitely an insecurity there, and we're all insecure on some level. But there's an insecurity there with her, and so she's susceptible 
to this guy. And you're absolutely right about closure because she mentioned it, and I can understand why you would want it. And she got it. She but did. I just, I don't know. <laughs> she, she, it's like she had the boast of both worlds. She could have gone either way. Yeah. She, it was her choice, ultimately. Like, what a lucky girl. Which actually, <laughs> actually is really selfish. And I know we're going to talk about Danny later, but you have to be, and this is not unique to this episode of Catfish. This happens on every episode. You have to be a certain level of immaturity to either catfish someone or get catfished. And even when you get catfished, you're the victim. And I'm not blaming the victim for a lot of this stuff. But there's a certain level of immaturity, if we're really being honest with ourselves, that to be a victim of catfishing, you you need to be out looking for this when you could be looking for people in real life, for friends around you. And if you're socially isolated or whatever, you have to deal with those things. And you have to kind of trust what's going on online. And you don't know if that's true. And so we see with Solana this level of immaturity where she has Danny. By all accounts, he's a great guy. He treats her very well. He wants to get serious. She likes him. And then she's like, yeah, but I just need to know with Elijah. It's like, what? What? If I'm Danny, I'm walking out the door. When when she Skyped him at one point and he was like, well, you know, just come back. You got to go. His face whenever she was like, so I'm going to meet Elijah. And he was like. Okay. Like, I felt so bad for him. That's like, poor guy. Honestly, I didn't feel bad for him. But, I mean, he... I was mad at him. Honest, I can see where he's coming from. He could sit there and get mad, but she's going to do it behind his back anyway. Like, she's going to go meet him. If she's going to, because I think you're right about that. If she's going to do it behind his back anyways, cut ties. Cut ties. He's not... He wasn't unattractive. He didn't seem weird. I mean, obviously, there's another girl for him out there. Granted, we don't know how strongly he ended up feeling about her. and, And based on what happened after the show, he felt pretty strongly. But cut ties at that point. There are certain deal breakers. Cheating is a deal breaker. I would hope for everybody. I would I know for somebody like you, I'm sure cheating is a deal breaker. Um, definitely. And and this is another deal breaker. You can't have an emotional connection with another guy just to like feel it out and see what's going on. No. Right. It's like, "Hey babe, I'm going to go out of town to see if I like this guy again, you know. Sorry. I just need to do this. I need the closure." Thanks for understanding. And he's like, "Please come back." <laughs> <laughs> it's like but- you know what? That's the thing, though, because all three of these people here are, are insecure. And again, we all are. But they're insecure to the point where none of them have a ton of self-confidence, it seems like. And they're all used to, in a weird way, almost kind of like being beaten up or like beaten up like a puppy, metaphorically, not physically, in the sense that they all kind of expect the disappointment and they all kind of expect to be rejected. And so it's not weird to Danny to, to, to just kind of beg for her to come back. Like, have a little self-confidence. Right. I think he should have stood his ground. If it would have been me, I would have been like, oh, no, no, no. You're not going to meet somebody. And then come back with a, I will jump ahead, come back with a tattoo. Yeah. Like, oh, God. oh, Lord. Keep that. that. I want to talk about that in a minute. Let's keep that. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep that. Okay. Well, let's get back to the beginning. Um. Okay. So how does he not have a phone? How does anyone not have a phone? I, I respect um, financial issues. We will see he is not struggling with the same financial issues because he's living at home in, in a nice middle-class home in a nice neighborhood. Even if he is paying mom and dad rent, he theoretically still has money because he had the money to get that nice camera, and he, he mentioned a job. He mentioned he was working. So theoretically, he has money to buy some kind of a phone on 
Boost Mobile or some prepaid plan. You don't yeah. need you don't need the iPhone. And by the way, I have the old iPhone four. It's like the oldest iPhone you can have. So we're not all I have living. The 4S. Yeah, we're not all living like super well. And I know we have amazing phones. <laughs> we're saying that, but you don't need the iPhone. You can get some sort of Boost Mobile or whatever. And he has that old iPod. He's got technology. So it's like, right. dude, spring and- for a phone. You know, I don't know what situation they're in because his brother looked kind of older to be living at home, too. So that was kind of I don't know what their situation is and how much they have to pay. But he was out skateboarding during that extra free time. Go buy yourself a phone and get a job. Hey, like, no, listen, skateboarding stuff aren't cheap. I, I think it's cool. He has a thing to do. And if that's where he feels like he's himself, go skateboard, man. But stuff like that, any hobby is not cheap. You got to spend money on that sort of stuff. So I just question priorities and more above priorities. I think in this day and age. Not to put too fine a point on it, but everybody needs a phone for safety, for accessibility, for a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, right. that's ridiculous. And I think him talking about all his financial downfalls, because when you meet someone and they're all like, I don't have a phone. Oh, I barely have a job. I live at home with my mom. And you're thinking, wow, where are you going with your life? Yeah. And I think that was part of her decision making at the end. I hope it was part of her decision making. Because there are people like this who are kind of, woe is me. Nothing works out. It's that guy's fault. It's that guy's fault. It's that guy's fault. And after a while, you're like, no, it's it's your fault. <laughs> right. You know, all these things keep happening, but the commonality is you, right? And um, you mentioned also about his hair. Didn't look real. <laughs> it did not look real it, when when he first went downstairs. I thought what was going to happen was Joshua. When Joshua first went downstairs, I thought Joshua was going to come back up dressed as air quotations Elijah. It was very awkward, the whole Joshua meeting. Like, he came out and he's like, hey. And they're like, is he not coming out? Like, I mean, it was so awkward. And he's like, yeah, let me go get him. And then he's like, oh, he had to fix my mop. And I'm like, that's awkward. What does that and, even mean? And weird. Yeah, like, like what? do that before you open the door. <laughs> like, are you, <laughs> I don't know. It felt like he was getting ready for prom. I mean, or maybe he was obviously lying because he was just as nervous as Solana was. But it was like, why just answer the door yourself? Like, you've gotten this far. Come on, bro. Yeah, it was. there was just something really awkward. I guess they did that for the suspense of the episode, too. I like, thought they were going to get shot or something. I don't know. But I guess Joshua wanted his five minutes of fame. Well, Joshua got it. You can follow <laughs> Joshua on Twitter. I'm just kidding. I have no idea if he has a Twitter account. He probably does. In this day and age, Joshua probably picked up like 10,000 followers on Twitter. He gained them today. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing better than me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Well... So let's continue on. First off, let me say, too, this has nothing to do with the show. I'm sorry. Uh, what kind of a house has the front door and then literally the second you step in the door, you're walking downstairs into the basement? You've never seen houses like that? Not that close. I thought it was, well, I thought it was creepy just because I was like, oh, my God, they're going to go unchain him. And like, you know, because they he were like so. like a prisoner. <laughs> well, I had read online like, oh, his mom's so strict. Oh, and like, oh. and I'm like, wow, like, that's awkward. Maybe he has to go unchain his brother. I would have loved to have seen the mom. That's a good point. I would have loved to have seen the mom. She was probably like, I am not going on TV. Yeah, for sure. And they already kind of made her look bad. So, I don't know. I, They probably... I just think she's doing her job as a parent. That's just me. I don't know. But, anyways. So, moving on. um, The YouTube videos. You know, they did all the research and stuff. I thought it was really weird that she, like... He stopped talking. Like, I would, if I met someone online, I would be doing research, typing in their name, seeing what I could find, arrest record. Like, you don't know these people. Like, do all your research. Especially like, especially a relatively unique name like Elijah Proc. Right. You know? I Googled your name for fun to prepare for the show. I Googled Jesse Owen. And you know what comes up? 
Olympic track star Jesse Owens. <laughs> so it's actually tough to find information on you. And if somebody's name is like Joe Smith, good luck, you know. But but a name like Elijah Proc, and I know he had imposters, which made it more difficult. But that kind of name is unique enough. You can probably find a lot of records with about two minutes worth of Googling. Right. And the fact that the YouTube videos just came up and then it's like him talking like she could have easily just looked at those videos or I mean, YouTube is just such a common thing. You yeah, know, she could. I mean, if she really cared about meeting him, she could have easily found those videos. And that's my question. Did she want to know? I know she came to the catfish guys and was like, I need to know now. But over the years and years of what this was transpiring in six years, was she just lying to herself about who she wanted him to be, or did she actually want to know who he was? Because if she wanted to know, she could have found out. She was probably scared a little. I mean, I'd be a little nervous, but I don't know. I'm so nosy, I would have to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like not knowing. You so. hear that, gentlemen? Watch out for Jesse. That's right. I'm a snooper. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> don't hate me now. Okay. So, um, anyway, so... We never did find out who Denise was. Like, was that his mom? I assume the mom. Well, I don't know because it says Denise was 33, and at this point he was 20. So I'm doubting that's the mom. Was she 13? I I don't know. These days, or I don't, well, that would have been a long time ago. Who knows? I did just get done with the 16 and pregnant after show, so maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's possible. I really don't know, though. But we never did touch on that. But, you know. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Denise is, Denise is irrelevant at this point. We're just talking about Elijah and, uh, and Solana. Right. Here's, here's my other question about Elijah. Um, and this is, this is goofy and different, but he was shorter than her. Was he? he oh, said yeah, that sure. they were the same height because that's one thing he was really um, kind of nervous about, he said. He was that like, short. It's, it's good that we're on the same height. Exactly, but 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 okay. As a girl, tell me, would you date a guy who's the same height as you? You want to have the ability to wear heels. You want to have a guy who's taller and stronger than you. Not everybody, but a lot of women that do. That is true. Height exactly. height is a big thing. Like I've literally went on a date with a guy, and I really liked him, but I saw him, and we were I was taller than him. And you're not even that tall. I know I was tall, yeah. and that's that's the thing. Like if I was like. Five eight six foot. I could settle for a shorter guy. That's yeah. that's different because that would be my fault. But um, I don't know. Just to date someone that you could be taller than. I don't know. You just feel so. It's a little bigger. different. And it's not true of every girl. So maybe it's not true of her. But there is the thing with him, and this happens on a lot of catfish episodes where somebody is catfishing someone else because they're insecure about who they are, what they look like. They've they've gained a lot of weight. They had some surgery. They had some physical issue or a mental issue or something that may seem insignificant like height, but little things like that add up for somebody like Elijah. And it maybe possibly explains a very small portion of why I don't want to come clean to her because she's not going to accept me for X, Y, Z reason. You know, he even asked her about the beard. He even said about the facial hair, which I hated, by the way, dude, lose, lose the, lose the facial hair. But he asked her about, he's like, do you like it? Do you like it? Do you think it's okay? Like he had to, you know, get approval for it. Right. And he also said, what if I'm not what you imagine? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, that was kind of, I was like, oh gosh, it's not him. It's not him. I thought so too. I, oh, a hundred percent. I think we all thought so. Cause I mean, he was kind of like setting it up, but then it, you can tell how insecure he is just by that statement. And it was him. It's actually a huge letdown that it was him. I wish it were like some creepy person or, you know, I don't know. I, I, did you, did you feel, did you feel more like romantically sweet about it being him? Were you happy about it? I was happy, but I was kind of let down because I was like, God, you know, like you 
been waiting six years to meet this guy and it's like you stopped talking to me because your mom like you couldn't have found a way to talk to me like that I would have been pissed if I would have been hurt honestly because I would have been like you have my phone number you can't go to a pay phone you were never not with your mom you never had access to a phone you couldn't have called me you knew my number and if mom is so strict about the internet and rules and technology you're dormant for two years if she's so strict and then two years later oh I got a Facebook Hey, what's yeah. up? It's like, wait a minute. So mom will let you have Facebook, but she won't let you have MySpace. She's got good taste in social media networks because MySpace is stupid. But <laughs> why would she let you have one and not the other? It doesn't make any sense. Something about his story still. His hair looked like a wig. He was totally standoffish, which I'll give, I'll allow because it's cameras and you're nervous. But his hair looked like a wig. He was standoffish. His story still doesn't check out. And I feel like there's still something there. And I feel like they would have shown it or we would have heard about it had it come up. So I got to say, and I don't know what it is, and maybe we can even do a prediction about this later. There's still something he's hiding from her, and I don't know what it is. My first inclination, and I, I'm sure it's wrong, but my first inclination was the hair looks so fake. It looks like so much of a wig that maybe this young man had like cancer or something and lost all of his hair and was so self-conscious about that and the way he would look or whatever that that affected him you know, emotionally to not want to get to know her or meet her. And he was worried what she would think. And it affected him physically, hence being dormant for two years. Total speculation. I have no idea. You know, obviously we don't know if that happened, but something like that, that would be life changing and would kind of account for why he was the way he was. I don't know. I could definitely see that scenario, you know, playing out. I, I thought it was weird that he didn't look 13 years old in the YouTube video. So he, he looked 17, 16. So it was like, you know, I just think that was, I like to think that the YouTube videos were when they weren't talking. Oh, so, I think they were. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's kind of like, God, that's another slap in the face. You know, hence, I think that made a big point in her decision making yeah. at the end. Yeah. Well, let's talk about her decision making at the end, huh? Yeah. Did she make the right choice? So the choice she made, you found this, you said it's she not only chose Danny. She got married two weeks later, which I've been I've been waiting for this episode like all season. I've I read up. It said somebody was getting married this season and I was kind of disappointed. Like, you know, I just thought that I would have liked her to maybe go with um, Elijah. Oh, my Lord. Jesse. Okay, Jesse. (laughs) The reason why is because they I this is how. Okay. I might not have liked it, but this is how I would have seen it play out. Okay. Where she would have called him. He would have come to move with her, gotten out of his situation, gotten a job. They would have gotten together, gotten married, and then been really happy. And then Danny would be like, oh, I expected that. Oh, but we're still friends. You are such a girl. That's how I thought it would have played out. But it played out with her picking Danny, which, you know, I'm not... I'm not surprised on that either because when she was writing in her journal, she was making all the comments how I'm in love with Danny. This is true love. He's the one for me. And she really didn't say anything about Elijah. But she did mention when she met him how much chemistry there was. Right. So She did keep saying that there's more of a connection between me and Elijah. And I think that connection is partially because she didn't really allow herself to open up to Danny. So she's been talking to Elijah and that's been her like, you know, he's held on to her heart I guess but once she met him she saw who he really was and I think she was kind of disappointed I mean she wasn't really disappointed but I think there was a little disappointment let me tell you something maybe I'm being too forward but 
if I am in Elijah's situation, which I will never be, but if I were in Elijah's situation, if you put me in his shoes, at the very end when she gives him that hug and they're saying goodbye and she is just buried in his arms and he's hugging her or whatever, he didn't go for a kiss. Kiss her. Kiss her. Am I wrong? I know that there's another guy in the picture, and I know Elijah is aware of the other guy, but at this point, you need to draw a line in the sand, and you need to say, you're, I'm either going to get friend-zoned right now, or this is going to be over or whatever, or we are going to have some kind of romantic intention, and it doesn't need to be sleazy or anything like that. Kiss the girl. You're looking Do at me like I'm wrong. Kiss the girl. <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm wrong. Kiss the girl. If you're interested, if you're not interested in her, this whole thing shouldn't have happened anyways. Kiss the girl. That would have been a nice little love story ending. But what it, he was probably really nervous that she was going to reject him on TV. Well, listen, I mean, you've just been rejected on TV and you've already been looking weird enough on TV with the whole situation. You don't have a lot left to lose. Do you? Uh, I know, but I'd like to think he has respect for... The other guy. Am I being insensitive or am I crazy? No, no, because either way would have worked for me. But I can see why he didn't do it. But it would have added a lot more spark to the episode if they would have kissed. Then that would have made her decision really hard. She wouldn't have married the other guy, let me tell you that. Really? If you would have kissed... No, I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know about that. But I just... Like, if there's that physical attraction and there's obviously an emotional attraction, the one thing about relationships like this on Catfish is a lot of young people... You remember what it's like to be young. You have a physical attraction. Regardless of how far you take it, you know, you have a physical attraction because you're kind of immature and you think somebody's cute or hot or whatever whatever words kids are using nowadays. Uh, and we've all been there. But... These two had a very deep emotional connection, which you'll see in older people, not in, you know, 14, 15-year-olds and 20-year-olds. So when you have that deep emotional connection, which is awesome, build the romantic connection around it. I, I would think that's something you want to do. I don't know. Uh, well, I think this goes back to she was probably, like, asking a lot of questions. She seems like the nice person. She doesn't like a lot of drama, so she probably like tries to... You she know. doesn't like a lot of drama, but she talks to a guy online for years on, years off. I know, but you, she's very accepting of everything he said, like with not having a phone. You know, it's like, like you said before, yeah. it's like he can do no wrong. Everything is everybody else's fault. I get that from her. I don't know. I just... I think she felt sympathy for him. But I think she realized that after meeting him that she had something good in Danny. And I think... Thank God she realized that, though. I, she shouldn't have married Danny, but Danny was the right move. Yeah. I, I can't believe they got married, especially two weeks after. That was like... Hey, when he you, was like, I need to pounce on that before she gets away again. <laughs> that's, and that's what Elijah like should have done. Lion. He should have pounced on it. Speaking of that lion, like a lion, let's just move there right now. Talk to me about that tattoo, Jesse Owen, because you have a few tattoos. I do. I have ten. You have ten tattoos? Ten tattoos. Should we go through them on air? No, but they <laughs> all do have meaning. I would never just get a random tattoo, but I have a few friendship tattoos. Hey, and do you do you have, if you don't mind me asking, a tattoo of a boyfriend or former boyfriend or anything romantic? I do, but it's not really romantic. Um, we were both Leos, so we got the Leo symbol, which is I mean, a, Is a lion? No, it's like the little, it reminds me of like a head of a girl, kind of. It's just kind of wavy? Yeah. Okay. That. Oh, you got it on your foot. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So we got those together. But tattoos, I mean, guys. like, it wasn't, I mean, yeah, we both have it, but we're both Leos. So it's like, yeah, we broke up, but I'm still a Leo. So you don't regret that tattoo. Do you look at that tattoo and, and, and think of him? Um, 
I mean, not every time I look at it, but I mean, like, I know what it originally yeah. stood for, but I don't regret getting it. Okay, here's a second question. And, and I don't know your personal life enough to know, you know, what, what's going on right now in, in the romantic <laughs> situation. But if you're dating somebody, if you're going to date somebody, do you tell them that story? Um, About the tattoo and the ex-boyfriend? Well, usually it comes up. They'll be like, so what does that tattoo mean? Because a lot of people are like, is that a snake? And I'm like, definitely not. It's a Leo symbol. And they're like, okay. Usually I don't even go into it, but if they ask, I'll... Gotta be honest. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie about it. I'm not ashamed of it, but... Well, see, how do the guys react when they ask? Because this is what I'm getting at. She has a huge lion on her back. It's not a little Leo symbol on her foot. But the good thing is that they were never romantic really they were more like best friends which it could have gotten romantic and i think now she can be like i have this really good friend he was there for me during my hard times we got this tattoo together it you know it's about independent strength going out on your own and when they're together i I don't know i thought it was really sweet like a friendship tattoo but i would have freaked out if i would have been danny if i'm danny i would have the biggest problem in the world i'd be like we need to go get a tattoo I know. I would say you need to go get tattoo removal or maybe you need to go get Danny removal. <laughs> it's one of the two. I that would be that would be the biggest not the biggest, but a huge deal breaker for me. If 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 I'm dating somebody in, in, in your situation, she has a tattoo before you even knew me or whatever, okay, that's different. But in this situation, no. Yeah. No. I I would have been really pissed off if I would Well, first off, I would not be dating someone who was going off to meet another girl. Like it would not happen. I'd be like, "Why? Why do you need to go meet this person? Like what are you trying to prove?" Like, oh, I just would not be okay with that. I'm mm-mm. But the tattoo is and and it's a I don't mean to make a judgment about tattoos cuz I like a lot of tattoos and I've dated young women with tattoos and it's awesome. They're cool. But there are good tattoos and there are bad tattoos. And that was not the best tattoo. I just, I I didn't really like the idea that he like, it was almost like he already knew about it. 100%. He, it's like he was like, we, I got these tattoos. This is yours. This is mine. It means this. It was like, when did you look up this? Like, yeah, y'all mentioned it and you talked about it a little bit. But it was like, did we ever talk about getting a lion tattoo? Did we ever do this? I wish you would have had a say in what they got. Like, yeah. maybe like... I mean, I like the meaning of their tattoos, but I just, I don't know. That was kind of a little too soon. I just, I don't know. I I don't think she'll ever regret getting that because it's a lion and it's not like it has his name on it or anything. But she should have gotten something with, like, more meaning for herself. Or or maybe thought about it for more than a day. Yeah, she was right on that. It I was, don't have any tattoos. I've been thinking about tattoos for a decade, and I don't know if I'll ever get one. But it won't be for lack of thought. Well, <laughs> it's not going to oh, be a day. All mine are meaningful. Like, I have one with my grandmother's handwriting. Like, she wrote me a note, and I put it on there, and flowers she drew, and, like, my family's initials. Like, I I have all thought into my tattoos. Not everyone does. Case in point. I know. I've I've met a lot of people with some pretty bad tattoos who are trying to get them removed now. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. I just, I I wouldn't have been okay with that. So No, I would not have either. But now, uh, Danny... And Solana are married, husband and wife. I wonder how long that's going to last. And I wonder if Elijah was invited. The best man. To the wedding. I think Elijah was the best man in that wedding. And, you know, it didn't do the the month report. Usually after the episode, they say, you know, a month later, three months later, where are they at now? Like, I wonder if he got so pissed off. He's probably like, why did you even come see me? Like, why did you butter me up? When they left, when, when he failed to kiss her, she did tell him, I'll see you soon. 
So I don't know if she was lying to him or she thought she would and then she made her decision. Or maybe it was the friend thing and they're best friends and maybe she will go visit him soon. But either way. It kind of, I hope it turns out like that maybe just friends with Ryan Reynolds. Isn't that his name? Ryan Reynolds? That's yeah. his name. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it turns out like that. Like he's going to become this huge babe and like she's going to want him. Do you really think Elijah's going to be a huge babe? I mean, in his circle, in that punky kind of emo circle, he probably is a huge babe actually. Well, yeah, if people are, like, making up fake profiles yeah. to be him. He's, he's got good style. Got something going for him. Yeah. If you're into that. And he's all tatted up. And he has those little piercings, like, on his chin or his, whatever that is there. Like, two little lip rings, which yeah. I will say, I've always wanted to get a lip ring, but I heard it's really bad for your teeth. I would imagine. I would imagine it's bad for everything. Got to take care of your pearly whites. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, do we have anything else to say i don't i guess my last question to you because it's kind of predictions but we can't call it predictions we can't do a segment like that but my last question to you is solana and danny are married so how long will it last i don't know let's ask the audience how long do you think solana and danny's married uh, marriage will last tweet us let us know. Yeah, remember, they're Comment. both, both 20-year-old. Before we go out, though, let's do a little bit of news. We do have a news and gossip section on. Yeah. Oh, and also, before we get started on the news and gossip, everyone go to iTunes, YouTube, subscribe, like us, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all the good social media. You know what to do. Everything but everything but MySpace. It is at AfterBuzzTV <laughs> on every network but MySpace. Don't go there. It's oh. getting pretty popular again. I've I've seen like a lot of notifications like this person updated their MySpace and I'm like, hmm. Are you serious? Yeah, like people have been like recreating their MySpace page and I'm like, huh, should I do that? Well, I always heard it was good for musicians, so Lord knows. Hmm. Well, you I'm... can pick a song when you you have your song on your profile. Uh... That's the only cool thing about it. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, let's get into news. So, jessievulture.com has uh, a, a, an article out on how Catfish actually works. And they talked to executive producer of the series and MTV senior vice president of News and Docs, Marshall Eisen, about what actually behind the scenes goes on with Catfish. There's a lot to talk about. We're going to make it very brief, though. First things first, this is interesting. The liars get cast first. So theoretically, and I don't know this for fact episode to episode, but let's use today's as an example. Theoretically, if it went like normal production, Elijah is the one who goes to the catfish people, tells them he wants to come clean, and then they create the story around Solana. They say the liar is usually the one who wants to reveal the secret. MTV's casting application asks the first question, do you have a secret or something to confess to your online partner? Have you made any fake online profiles? And Marshall Eisen said it's often the catfish we hear from first because they're looking to unburden themselves. Ah, yeah, not carry the weight on their shoulders. I can see that. Exactly. And so they just, and they just flip the story and take it from Solana's perspective instead of Elijah's, but the liar gets cast first. As you might expect, everyone signs a waiver before filming. So this was not a surprise to Elijah on camera. They do up the drama, as you might expect, because it's television. Elijah knows it's coming. He's into it. He knows what's going to happen. They did say, uh, Eisen did say that if anybody ever decides that they don't want to do it, and this has never happened yet, but if anybody backs out at the last second, Catfish is not going to push them. They've made the decision that even if they get the waiver signed, even if they get a guarantee, if somebody in the last second's like, I don't want to do it, I can't go through with it, 
Catfish supposedly is going to be okay with it. Well, I mean, that's good. They need to respect their privacy. And, I mean, they might want to get it off their shoulders, but in the end, they might be too scared to go nationally in front of someone on TV. It's a big, embarrassing thing. Absolutely. And depending on what your situation is for catfishing, it can be mortifying. So That's interesting. A couple of weeks ago on the episode where the girl was his cousin catfishing his own cousin. So that makes more sense. She... Well, in the episode, it also said that she went to Catfish. She's the one that yep. went to Neve. And then I wonder if Neve and Max actually know the truth. I'm glad you said that because the next thing Eisen said, the producers and everyone on the production figures out what's going on and knows the truth. And they keep Neve and Max in the dark and they let them investigate it for themselves. Nice. And they try to keep them as far away from it as possible so their reactions can be authentic. So whatever. And you get that authenticity on camera that we love when it gets awkward or scary. Nice. I love it when Max and Eve get mad. <laughs> and as you might imagine, it takes a lot of time to crack a lot of these cases. They say they'll often boil down multiple, multiple 12-hour days of research into four minutes. You know, nice. but, but that's true of a lot of television. Uh, they also say it's a big problem on catfish now because plenty of people want to be on the show and they're getting tons of fake catfish applications. And it's very difficult, not difficult, but it's time consuming for them to find out who's actually catfishing versus who's faking it. And they just say we have to work harder and make sure, you know, who's real or whatever. But that's a good problem to have because the show's popular. Right. And they probably don't have a lot of time to do that because, you know, he said there was an earthquake. When was the last earthquake? Like only a couple of months ago. Yeah, so. I don't know their filming schedule. That's a good point. I don't know how many days it is to film an episode. They didn't talk about that, unfortunately. And the last thing, and this is good, MTV sends a therapist to meet with everybody after production wraps. They say they've never had an issue. I could imagine in the future an issue might certainly come up knowing some of this stuff. But they said a therapist and a professional talks to every single person, like required by the production. Like even Max and Eve? I would imagine, actually, why not? But I know it's the people on the show. But I'm sure Max and Eve have access to it because some of these stories can be pretty disturbing or scary or whatever. And they also probably do that for, like, lawsuits. Like, yeah. if something, like, were to go wrong, someone went crazy, killed someone, they could be like, oh, they did it because they were catfish. They were forced to go on the show or exactly. something. So, so that's on yeah. Vulture.com. I think that was out on, I want to say, Monday. But either way, it's brand new stuff. So yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, check that out, guys. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. We're going to do social leaks now. Um, I'm your host, Jesse Owen, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Jesse Owen. And I am on Twitter at Bobby Demuro on Instagram at Mr. Bobby Demuro. Uh, thank you for having me on today, Jesse. Yeah, I appreciate it. I hope you'll it. get to come back soon. We'll see you next week, Kiki, Sterling, and Kelly. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.